You are. <laughs> That's because we we kind of haven't set up the podcast space fully yet. No, we haven't. But that's because we've moved HQ. Yep, everything's moved. moved home. Yep, home office. office. That's why we missed an episode last week. So anyone who was looking for the new episode last week, apologies. Uh, we were in the midst of moving, just way too much crap. Look, I remember when we first got together and you were like, you live such a minimalistic way. I don't know I could if I could handle it. And I was looking around going, it's not minimalistic. It's I've got things out of necessity. Yeah. And yeah. I had everything in its place. Everything was in order. I did not hoard stuff because I just looked at it and was like, how is this going to add to my life? And then I went to your place and there was stuff everywhere, and I felt claustrophobic. <laughs> I felt the walls were coming in. And then I go home, and it's like, oh, look at those walls. I can see all of the walls. <laughs> yeah, that was my little trauma response. Like, yeah. I couldn't give up anything. I did. Like, everything had some sort of sentimental value. If it didn't have sentimental value, it was money was spent on this, and I must respect it. Like... Wow, that whereas, that's my parents coming through my own mouth right there. Whereas now I feel that you've taken my approach where it's, hold on, when was the last time I used this? You am know I what? holding it's, on to this just for what reason? Why, nah, why am it, it's, I holding It's not on even to that, this? to be honest with you. It, I mean, yes, there's the why am I holding on to this, but, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of stuff we haven't talked about on the podcast. The last 12, 18 months has been a pretty heavy-duty battleground pretty external chaotic. of us and pretty chaotic. Um, uh, along with the businesses and working hard there. We've had personal challenges, all that sort of stuff, uh, outside of our relationship, of course. And I reached a point about mid-December, I think it was after the road trip down to Adelaide and coming back, and I reached that point where I just went, I'm so done with all the distractions. Like, I have goals, there's a mission here, I want to achieve that mission, and if I'm going to do that, there can't be any distractions. So everything in my world is either moving me forward towards that mission or it's distracting me from it and if it's a distraction I don't want it anymore and so obviously went through a cull before the move in December and in the lead up to Christmas and so forth um, and then over Christmas again went through another cull and then just moving I don't know it just all these things kind of I guess you know you don't realize you've got them and then you start unpacking or, or sorry packing things and pulling stuff off shelves and moving things out of the way and, and, and you find these things and you're like why do I even have that? Like, it's not moving me forward. It's mm. not helping me. It's not doing anything for me. Mm. It's just sitting there. Why have I held onto it? Well, I've held onto it due to some misguided sentimentality uh, or I've, I've held onto it because in the back of my head is, is mum's voice or dad's voice going, you know, you can't throw that out. You spent money on it, you know, and, and you know, so I'm hot, but it's, it doesn't serve me anymore. Mm. It was bought for a purpose at the time for a reason. Sometimes those reasons were emotional, but it doesn't serve me anymore. And therefore, if it's not serving me, it's holding me back and it's just clutter. So I, I started getting rid of a whole heap of stuff and I became very, very ruthless about what I wanted to take forward. And even still, I reckon I've got too much stuff. I've reached that point where I I'm agree. like... I've, I think I think as a household, <laughs> we've got too much. Every, well, everything that I have purchased, and you've seen what... So my whole thing is I can walk into a store and be like, I need this and I need this and I need this and I need this and I can guarantee there would be 10 things on that list that I would say that I needed or that I wanted. And you'll come home and with two of I them can, if you're lucky. Yeah, I can walk out of that store with nothing purely because I just go, but do I really need it? Like, and, and this is this is where we, we're a foil for each other because I like if I'm in the store with her, I'll be going... No, you do actually need it because you're going in like the, the jacket in Anaconda. You're going into an area where it's going to be one degrees or less. There could be snow. It could be raining. This jacket ticks all of those boxes and you don't have anything that's going to keep you warm. So you do need it. And, and it still took you like you hummed and hard. Whereas I would walk into a store and I'd go, I want it. I can create an argument as to why I need it. It's a flimsy argument, but there's no one here to beat but, me in that argument. So I'll buy it. Do you know what? If it was for anyone else, 
anyone else. Oh, yeah, you'd I be would, all over it. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would be like, yep, not a problem. Yep, absolutely. There's there's your trauma response. Well, like, okay. Re- retail makes had, so much money out of trauma. I had no problems in going and spending like $60 for herbs mm. and what else did I get? Oh, soil and a couple of other things yep. to go. And, cause I, but you won't do it on clothes. No, I won't spend, <laughs> I won't spend it on yeah. clothes for myself. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Look how many battles it was for you to actually, for me to go, okay, I really do need to go and get new bras. <laughs> 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 you were like, seriously? Like, really? Yep. Do, do I, yep. like, I showed him, and there's plenty of mums out there, that there, are, there was an underwire that had actually snapped in two and I'm like, ha look at this. And I'm like wiggling it around. And, and then putting and it on. <laughs> and then putting it on. And I'm like, what are you doing? No. He's no. like, I think it's time that you go and get new bras. We are not, we are not broke. Like we we do not need to walk around in dilapidated, dilapidated underwear. Like, no, we have the money to buy you underwear. Go and At buy least it. Underwear. Like, it's fine that you go and splurge on underwear. But yeah, no. Even then, I you know. No, it was it was a battle. But yeah, so I mean, but I I think I got like we we got one of the massive big moving trucks, and and I think we did four or five loads in it, and and it was load three or four where I sort of we had uh, Steve, my business partner and and good friend, up, and he was recording some stuff for Market Buy, Um, and and so we kind of roped him into helping us because we knew he was up here. He was using our podcast studio to record the the trainings and stuff, and so we're like, you can come help us move. And I turned to him uh, in one of the, the loads we're doing and I've gone, next time we move, I'm piling 90% of our belongings up in the yard and setting it all on fire. I'm not moving this shit ever again. Look, and I have said to you next time that we move, we will get professionals where oh, yeah. we can just I'm, box I'm it done. up and yeah. just be like, this is going there. I'll, I'll pack I'll there. pack the office because I don't trust anyone to look after the equipment. No, but, but, yeah. no, but everything else we can definitely moving, do. Moving sucks. Moving sucks so hard. Well, I just the only the only time the only time that I think I would really look forward to moving is if we were moving into like a our dream home, like we'd we'd built it or we'd finally found it and we'd gone and purchased it and we're ticking down the days to settlement where they hand over the keys and like there's that level of excitement. Like if you're moving just to move. And, you know, whether like you're not excited about you've just got to move for whatever reason, right? Whether it's moving for work or it's moving because your lease is up, whether it's moving because, you know, you're going to do renovations in this house, whatever it is. Or your family is getting bigger. Family's getting bigger. If it's like you don't, like you're not excited about it, it's not that that it's next you step. Have to. It's you have to. I, I think it, it's just, it's such a chore. Yeah. And it's so horrible. But at the same time too, like that's where you know, helping you decide whether or not you're going to move, getting that information to know whether or not it's the right decision Look, for the, you is probably the best thing, the which of course thing, is one, one of the, the, the many reasons that, that I created checkmyhouseprice.com.au and .co.nz in New Zealand. Hopefully we're in the US soon too for homeowners to get, to become fully informed with that free house price report. Mm, yeah. You know, I think that's... Knowledge that way, is power. Knowledge is power. And if, if you're going to undertake the move, at least you know you're doing it for the right reasons... Yeah. And and you're doing it in a, in a fully informed fashion because moving sucks. Yes. So, and this is one thing that I thought we could definitely talk about mm. um, in relation to moving and why, like what things you need to really take into consideration. Yeah, I like moving. this. I like this. This could cause some friction because there were some there were some moments where you know it. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I we, have we, nothing to hide we, in this regards. He we, did. He did do a little bit of a runaway. I did. I got in the car. It, it so all right. Let me let me paint the picture. I, I did. I did. I actually I didn't go. I'm out. I said I'm just not coming home. Um, but so what happened? What happened? We moved to a place. The yard's not secure for the dog, and we have a beautiful little blue staffy named Lulu, and it wasn't secure. And the plan that had been discussed was we'll move her once it's secure, we'll have it secure in a day or two. And we hadn't secured it. And so I'm somewhere in the house setting things, moving boxes, trying to figure stuff out and start sorting stuff. And suddenly Lulu's here. And I'm going, WTF. Yes, but I had, and then had I've, a conversation hold up. with Steve. In yes, but Steve doesn't live here. You see, I'm the one you need to have the conversation with. 
Um, and I've yelled out from wherever I was, the yard's not secure. And I get this reply back going, yes, Jay, I'll secure it. And I've gone, oh, I know how this is going to go. Less than three hours later, Lulu has busted out of the yard through one of the gaps that had been highlighted three days before as we were, you know, pointing out and going, you know, this is, this is what needs to be secured, this here, this here, this here, and so forth. And she's busted out. Now, thankfully, she busted out because she just wanted to come hang with the kids who were in the cul-de-sac. Like, our kids were all in the cul-de-sac of that. And I'm just like, less than three hours. Uh, it's also less because than, and, she, and was, she was also already anxious. She, she was anxious because she'd been at the other place by herself for three, four days with, you know, she knew stuff was going on. And I, and I understand all that. But no one had had this convo with me. And... None of, none of this, none of it, had, like it, parts had been secured, but it hadn't been fully secured. Lulu jumps out, she gets out, and, all, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm like, that's it, I can't do this. Because it was, it was about the sixth or seventh thing in two days where I'd gone, this is what we need to take into account, and it hadn't been taken into account, and exactly what I'd said was going to happen if we didn't take into account had happened. And I'm like, I need to get out of here before I rack up a body count. I'm furious, I'm annoyed. I jumped in the car, went for a drive. I've gone for a drive down, like I like to go down by the water and, and just... Chill out, calm down, you know, exhale. I'm gone for about an hour, hour and a bit. I come back and I look at where Lulu had got out and it's been secured by placing garbage bins in front of it. So a completely temporary solution. And I acknowledge it's a temporary solution, but now the garbage bins are inside the gate, which means in order to take the rubbish out, somebody's got to do more work. We were aware of this. We I, I, know, I know you were aware of it, but it just triggered me again. Okay, I backed into the driveway and I've looked at it and gone... So we didn't secure it properly in the first place. We've now put a temporary solution in place that's going to cause other people to have to do more work to do their jobs, i.e. taking it all out, rather than just getting the chicken wire that was in the shed and fixing it up. No, nope, I'm done. And I just drove. I went, I can't, I can't walk. If I walk into this house, I'm going to lose my shit. And so I drove, so I think drive, went to the pub, here, had a beer, had a burger and calmed down. So communication, I think, is a definite thing. Oh, yeah, like if, if it had been communicated, like if I'd even had a phone call to go, hey, I'm bringing Lulu back, could you start to secure the yard? I would have gone, yep, give me 10 minutes and I'll go and do it. Um, I'll finish whatever task you I'm on. You were actually but... laying on the bed and there wasn't a message I said it to you when I was leaving to go and pick up. No, kids. you didn't. You didn't tell me you were picking up Lulu at all. Otherwise, I would have gone and secured shit because I knew it wasn't secure. There was no, hey, I'm going to go pick up Lulu. Show me the message and then we'll talk. Anyway, so back to because I can tell you right now there was no message. No, I'm saying you never you never told me you were picking up Lulu. No, you just said earlier that you got it in a message that Lulu was coming. There was no, no, message. no, I didn't. I said you had come here and and I heard Lulu, and I said you yelled it from the bedroom. I yelled I it from the bedroom because I was working in the bedroom. No, I said the yard's not secure. Anyway, she was already back this, here. I'm not having this argument. She was already on, back here. It was already too podcast. late. Okay, so first thing, always start moving early. This is the top 10 tips. Always start early. So this is coming from a relocation services, Australia. Uh, So what they're saying is start to look early at, you know, like not just where you're going to move because you should be doing that anyway, but when you have made that decision that the move is going to be happening. Yeah, so go and start to dismantle things. Like your outdoor furniture that you're going to be taking, beds, mattress on the floor will suit. Yeah, yep. all all of the really bulky stuff. Start to take that apart because that will be the first things that yep. removalists will want to take and, is the bulky stuff. And watch the kids. One thing that was a massive, massive trigger for me in this move is once we'd moved all the the really bulky stuff, like your furniture and fridges and stuff like that. We then went to start doing the smaller stuff. And I fully expected it all to be in boxes. But so much of the kids' stuff was just loose. And you, it's really hard to pack loose shit. And I was like, what's going on here? Like, well, I thought okay, the kids so had been packing up. Calendar will be your friend. So what you want to do is have like a communal calendar where everyone is aware as to when things have to be packed. Yep. So if... so. You know, week of moving day. What you want to do is have it so at the beginning of that week, that's when you go to the ki- to the kids if you have any, or you, you say to yourself, <laughs> right, 
I'm going to pack up all of or go through all of the little knick-knacky stuff that I've got yeah, around. wrap it, pack it, box it, whatever. Do look at the stuff that you absolutely need in order to live. So kitchen's probably going to be one of the last things that you actually really pack up. You, you'd be surprised how long you can live on toasties. <laughs> or Uber Eats these days. Yeah, yeah. I do not want to look at the Uber Eats bill for this move. So toasties, I cannot, like, we're a godsend. Even last night when we had a, a massive day of unpacking and organising the house, I was like, okay, jaffles it is. Yep. So that's what the kids had. So if you don't have a toasty maker... I, I invest in one. They're, invest. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're you a can really get them good. For 25 bucks from Kmart. I'm sure we can probably um, provide an Amazon link or something like that. Yeah, I'm but sure we can. They're, they're, um, they're, they're a godsend. A slow cook's a godsend if you're moving in winter because you can put something on in the morning, go and work all day, come back and the meal's ready at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so slow cook, is, uh, slow cook as well. The only thing with slow cook is that you need somewhere to prepare it. Whereas yeah, with, yeah. The, with the toasty maker... You can you make can, it in the moment. You can make it yep. quite easily. Yeah. So, so at the beginning of the week, get the kids to pack up the bedroom. Yeah. Get them to live out a suitcase. Yeah. So if they can live out of a, if you can live out of a suitcase, you'll be good. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a holiday for that first week anyway, yeah. really. Like, yeah. you're, you're treating so it the same way. Have make sure that you have, like, your toiletries... First aid kit, make sure you have a first aid Undies. kit. Yeah, for, we, our first aid kit got used well and true. Like, yes. Not for anything major, just there were constant nicks and scrapes yeah. and cuts and blood. and. Yeah, so you know. it's just making sure that you know where the bait and also tools. Make sure that you've got your toolbox and it's yes. all good because you never know when you need a hammer or an Allen key. An Allen key. <laughs> oh, my. I found the Allen keys after, after I'd fixed the bike. I went and found the the specific alum key, the yellow and black Stanley yeah. alum key folding thing that that I'd like. That's like a pocket knife. It's got like a whole bunch of different alum keys. Found it literally six hours after I'd found another one randomly to, yeah. to fix the Paxton's bike. The next thing that they suggest is making sure that you have walked through enough times that you can go, all right, this particular piece of furniture goes there, this particular yep. furniture goes there. Make sure you get measurements. So you've got, you've got a delivery plan when it gets to the other end, you're offloading off the truck. And, yep. and that was huge. That be, be prepared, that'll change. So our, our fridge nearly killed me, or one of our fridges. We've got two fridges, and we've had one that's, that's sort of been down in the garage um, for the longest time, and, and it was the, the check-my-house price fridge, to be honest. Like, it was the, the check-my-office um, fridge and, and drinks fridge and, and so forth. And we were going to put that down in the office. Um, but the fridge that we've got for the household is too big for the space upstairs where it's it's meant to be. And when we moved it out of uh, of the old place, we kind of looked at each other because it took three of us to move it on, on a trolley. And we looked at each other and went, there's no way in hell we're taking this up the stairs. Like it just, we it won't fit up the internal stairs. If it fits up the external stairs, it's going to be murder. Um, and and as it was, like we ended up taking the smaller check my fridge up and putting it up there. And that that fridge nearly killed me, like because I was the one pulling it. Like I was the one behind it pulling it up the stairs while the other guys were stabilizing. And we got up to the landing there, and we're we're trying to turn it, but at the same time we've got to bring it up so that it, rather than leaning back, it's up because of the space is like it's the fridge is literally yeah, pushing to, me back into the railing and almost over. Around. And I'm having flashbacks because my brother-in-law fell off a, a railing a few years back before, um, you know, he, he ended up competing in strongman. He fractured his spine, did a whole lot of damage to his spine. It's, it's a miracle that he's walking, so let alone competing at a straight. So someone else's trauma. <laughs> like, because he, he ended up competing in strongman with me, right? As he started to heal, he's, he's competing in Australia strongest as a master uh, in the back coming week. Back to the move. But, so I'm there with this fridge pinning me against this railing, having flashbacks to what had happened to Mitch. And at the same time, my sister's voice in my head sitting there going, well, my husband fell off a balcony and survived. And I'm going, I'm not surviving this fall. <laughs> so, what so part of the moving into the new house, making sure that you've got your tools and everything close by... They say three weeks out, this is when you need to start to get the life administration stuff done. Oh, life so your electoral office, letting them know the new address, updating your license, car registration. Well, here in Queensland, it's I get email same, same. my car register. Um, 
and then have if you've got mail need to have it redirected then you you know you've got your family medical stuff so updating medicare updating your doctors suppose i should do all that eh? yeah you really should (laughs) i've already done it notifying school and then also if you have any medical professionals updating them and your prescriptions make sure that you have your prescriptions close by just in case because there's nothing worse and i can talk from experience going crap where's my medication i thought it was here but it's not oh no so, yeah, make sure you've got that all organised. Always, I found having a Tupperware box where everything gets put so that you know yeah. Yeah, that's where yeah. it is. We move that Tupperware box and when it gets to the new place, it goes to a specific spot that no one above else is going to... Above the gonna, fridge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's always It's always there. The so fridge. you always know all medical stuff, it's either above the fridge or if it's personal medical stuff, it's, it's in your bedside table. Yeah. And yeah. they're, they're some of the first things to be so moved along with the bed. So two weeks out, start using up food in the freezer and the pantry. Yep, we did that well. Yeah, we definitely did that one. A week before the move, book cleaners. Well, I was the cleaner. I did it. You did a fantastic um, job. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And arrange final readings of the gas, electricity meters, and start to organise the connections for the That's when we got caught. So, like, we, we had... Um, uh, we, we enlisted one of those services that, you know, like the connect services or whatever, where they'll go and connect all the new stuff for you and transfer it all over to the new place. Um, and that was really, really good. Um, but like, I still haven't got a call back from their internet connectivity people. And so as a result of that, we just ended up staying with who we were with and I rang them and moved that across. But yep. the power all moved across. So the power was on from the day that we were able to move in. So once we had the keys, the power was already on for us. Yeah. Um, it did take, like, you rang up to cancel the old electricity yeah, account. They're like, oh, it takes, it takes three, three days. Three business days, not three yeah, days, three yeah, business sure. days. Yeah, sounds, so, sounds like an extra money maker. So the next one is get down to cluttering. So everything that you have, mm. you want to have passed through your hands so that yep. you can go, yes, I want it, no, I don't. Yep. And, and, and that, be, that, that happened fairly well, I felt. Yeah. Yeah, be ruthless when it comes to yeah. it. You have to look at it and go, do I genuinely need this? And I think on that note, the ruthlessness develops in stages. Like I've done two or three culls over the last six to eight weeks of clothes and belongings and stuff. And I'm looking at stuff now doing another cull as we unpack and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I've been doing that um, as well. And I think that if, if you've been like me where you have – collected a whole lot of stuff and kept stuff because of either, hey, I paid money for that or sentiment or whatever. I think it, it takes stages to mm. become more and more ruthless because you you go through that, oh, now I can get... Like, there's stuff that's easy to get rid of. Oh, yeah, I can get rid of that. Don't want that, yeah. right? And then the next well, level... How did you, this even come here? Exactly. <laughs> this you should to, have been thrown You get there. to that next level and you're like, um, uh, I could wear that again or I could use that again. And so you, you're starting to sit on that fence, right? But then you toss it, and that's a huge sort of stepping stone. And then you get to that third level where you're like, yeah, I haven't used that in six months. Get rid of it, you know? Yeah, no, I'm like that anyway. I've just made it my habit. Yeah, yeah. and that's what I, I guess that's what you're doing. You're making it a habit. You're making it a new behavior because the old oh, no, behavior has always been holding on. No, this is... No, I'm talking the journey of someone who's moving from my place, darling, yes, not yours. Okay, yes, okay, because I'm like, I was already like that. No, no, no. The I'm next talking, thing I meant is the collective you. Invest in good boxes. Now, we were lucky enough that we went on to Marketplace and because I had purchased previously on Marketplace, I was a lot more, hold on, how how sturdy do these things look? Yeah, yeah. And so where we ended up buying them from was... Someone had just completed a move. Yeah, they just completed a move themselves and um, it was $40 for a whole heap of them yeah and i can't really say that there was any boxes there that i was like no oh, we, 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 we used them all though they, they were all really good boxes i think the biggest issue we had is we didn't have enough yeah 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 we should have gone and got more yeah uh pack by weight yeah heavy stuff at the bottom so cl- and clearly marking things oh my god it infuriated me the first night that we moved in we had because we had so many people helping us move they all crashed with us. So there was children. Out there were, there were it, bodies there was, everywhere. There, there was three children. There was my nephew. There was business partner. There was a cousin. And so we had multiple bodies that we were needing to bed. And 
for the life of me, I could not find the linen. <laughs> now, I asked the kids to pack the linen box. They didn't mark it. There were so many things that they didn't mark. There's still – I am still going through random boxes and going, oh, look, there's a towel. Because mm. naturally mm. that's where you would put a, a, a towel, would just be randomly with some books or randomly with some I can I can understand a towel being used randomly because you can, you can use a towel to no, stuff no, no. things in to prevent Not movement. Not when you knew that the linen cupboard was completely stocked and all good to go. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So it's like, why? So uh, – oh, Towels go with DVDs naturally. Yeah, that one's a bit like DVDs have got their own cases and protection. Exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. the reason why I'm like, what? what? Where's all of my linen? And this is, this comes back to my earlier comment of watch the kids because, you know, they, well, they might be packing it and they, and they might even, you know what? They the might even know how to play Tetris, but they have no idea how to pack up a house. At the end of the day, they were helping us. They, they were they very, did, very helpful. They did the best to their they, ability. They did, but... Yeah, they need it, more guidance. If you and, have and the luxury of outsourcing your packaging, oh, then do it. Outsource everything. Except, um, except for the computing gear. Always look after your own computing gear. And then keep your must-haves close. Yes. So clothes, obviously. Phones, chargers. Uh, yeah, chargers, medication. medication pet, laptops pet for work. stuff. So if you uh, pet food and everything like that, kids support like school stuff, make sure they've got Esky, their uniform. Beer, ice. Make sure that they've got their shoes. Make sure they've got socks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cute of them. They've got speed up the process. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're like essentially just saying, you know, make sure that you've, if you have everything packed and ready to go, it will be easier for removalists it, to come yeah, through. It'll, it'll be easier. Yeah. It'll, it'll be easier. But, yeah, it's... The next one oh. we've already covered, which is stick to simple meals. Yeah. So slow cooks, if you have the ability of slow prepping cooks, them. Slow cooks, jaffles, spaghetti on, canned spaghetti on toast. I know it's not fancy and there's a lot of people cringing at the thought, but, look, at the end of the day, it's calories yeah. in. And, they, like, for us... This was probably one of the most exhausting moves. I think it was the most exhausting well, move. Well, we went from ever. we went from it took us a, week. a low set to a, a two, two story. story. But even so just the going, amount of stuff because we're that blended family where like two households came into one and like we kind of each moved our own house into that one house as we came together. And this is the first time we've sort of moved that blended household as one entity. Um, and obviously there's a lot of stuff to get rid of, but, uh, and I think the how the high set definitely played a part and I think the humidity played a massive part. Holy, I would never, if I get a choice, I will not move at that time of year again in that level of heat and humidity. Yeah. That was, and that was then brutal. The next one is, and, uh, and this is funny that they've actually highlighted this. So unpack straight away, right? The one thing that they've highlighted, unpacking bed linen should be your first priority. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if I could have found it. Yeah, yeah. So making sure that you flatten your empty boxes and store them because I can tell you right now, even though I spent 40 bucks on the um, boxes that I bought, yeah. the move, I'm going to be selling them again. Yeah. Oh, like, they're still in great nick. They're still in, still good in great nick. nick for the most part. Yeah. And given the fact that you know, at the end of the day, there's always if if some if you can go, we managed to move a five bedroom house with mm. these amount of boxes. I can tell you right now, for forty bucks, someone's going to go yeehaw. Yeah, absolutely. Now this is one that could could work if you were buying and selling a house. Right, and I know that given the fact that we know a lot of real estate agents, it tends to be the real estate agent that does it. But I do understand why. I'm, I'm curious as to what this one is. Offer a friendly welcome. So if you're selling a home, yeah, right, that leaving a box of chocolates or a bottle of wine and a letter of useful information about the house to the new owners. Yeah. Right? So it could be little things like, you know... <laughs> The pressure of the shower, if you do this, I can tell you right now, the first thing that I did is I had a shower the first day of moving in here. I was the first one to get in that shower and I was like, how does this thing freaking work? Because it, <laughs> it has one of those... It took a bit. It took it, a bit to work it, it out. It had one of those... 
big, huge, like, sun the, ray. Yeah, I the think big is square, what they the big yeah. square shower heads that and just cover a huge area. And then handheld. Yeah. And when I turned it on, it was the handheld that shot out at me. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I'm And looking, there was, there's no obvious switch on the wall. Like, and if, well, you're in, if you're in a hotel, there's an obvious like, plug or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they have pull, one of yeah. those little pulley the little things lever. out yeah, yeah. From, from the actual yeah, yeah. Um, so And this, so what this one ended up being was the Because this was a mix, this is a mix faucet. Mix faucet. So part of the so if you imagine the the there's always like the um there's a slide right for yeah. the for the handheld one there's a slide so you can move it up and down you can adjust yeah and so the bracket that holds that to the rail that it slides up and down has a square piece on the front of it and but it you just... twist that square and it choose it swaps it between either the overhead or the handheld or both or both you can have both at the same time. But the problem is, is if it sits completely flush, it doesn't look like it's something yeah, that's it meant looks to like, It just looks like the aesthetic of the actual yes. piece. It doesn't look yep. like it's separate. Yep. So that's the reason I was standing there. I was like, what the hell? Like, mm-hmm. and So I ended up, I'm like, surely there has to be something. So I'm going around and I'm twisting and going, oh, there has to be something. And then I found it. I was like, oh, thank God for that. Because I was just going, how stupid am I going to feel? Going, I don't know how to use this. <laughs> so those types of things, if there's those little things that you're like, you know what, I can understand if this is going to be a little bit confusing for someone. Little tips. On you mean you mean like you know all the mold in the walls. Moving on. Um, <laughs> in the old place, that is <laughs> not the new one. So then, even like if there's a trusted plumber and a, or a Sparky that you know you've used over the yep. years, leaving those type that type of information, even a couple of menus from the local takeaways that you would suggest as well, sort of like welcoming to the neighbourhood, so that when it comes to you know, because there's nothing like everyone likes to go and you know visit and explore the new area that they're moving into if they're not familiar with the area to begin with it is always nice to have just those little couple of you know here's what we've found or here's what we recommend to welcome you into the new um into the new area so that's that's pretty much covering the top 10 the one thing that i have found from an organization point of view is definitely make sure that you go through and check as to where you want the furniture to go. Mm. Also, understanding that like the how long it's going to take. If you've got stairs to go up and down, how long how much longer are you going to need? Because it's not yeah. just a matter of just walking up and, and down. And breaks and rests and stuff like that. Like yeah. that's that's gonna be huge. But I think too, you know, there's there's been so much about the. I, I do have to say this: cleaning, clean oh, as you go, and yeah. I know that that drove you insane. No, no, no. I un- I understood why you were doing it. I it was it it wasn't an issue. It didn't drive me insane. What it was was that I had to work. One of us had to keep working. Yeah. During that time, because obviously, Checkmore had massive campaigns running. Market by had massive campaigns running. Um, so it was it was a real someone had to keep going while someone else was was yeah. doing the life admin house prep and, and yeah. everything like that, and so it didn't drive me mental. I was just annoyed that I wasn't able to be a more active participant um, because there's a lot of these things like I, I make jokes about the kids and their packing, but had I not had to be you know doing ten twelve hour days with work, I would have been there helping the kids and showing them how to pack because I take pride in the fact that I can pack like Tetris. You know, um, yeah. So that 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 was all. But the I think too. Once you get to your new place, explore. Yes, it's been so. Much, like, I I have lived in this suburb that we're currently in. I have lived here before. Yeah. So I I, am, I haven't. I am familiar with the area. But for me, like that first night where we were all so buggered, we were we were exhausted and. Oh. Since moving back here, there is so many different restaurants oh, that have opened up. I know. I'm like, like hold on, where, there, there was no, there was no way we were going and and going out for food. We didn't have anything to cook with and and stuff like that. And well, we did. We just didn't know where it was. We just didn't know where it was because <laughs> the box wasn't labeled. So we're sitting out. We we had the fire. We moved the fire the first night. Little solo stove thing fire. And we're sitting out in camp chairs out the back. And we're like, what are we going to eat? And jumped on Uber Eats, and there's just so much choice. Like, we're so close to everything where we are now, and that was awesome. So, mm. like, 
I think part of what makes the move less stressful is the excitement of finding the new stuff in the new area. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, the other thing too is if your kids are close enough that they can ride to school mm. uh, or catch the bus or however, that, however I think possible, that independence is, is so good for them. I would suggest doing it because in that first week or so of being able to unpack and get familiar with the house and get it all organised... It just makes it a lot easier for the kids to adjust to the yeah. new swing of things as yeah, well. So, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I those types of things I cannot stress enough. Clean as you go. Make sure your label boxes. Make sure you know where your furniture is going to go. Declutter before, after, and during. <laughs> yeah, and communicate. I think that's the, the, the big thing. Like, if I look back over the week, every point of friction was as a result of poor communication, mm. right? Or, or not like the plans changing and that change in plan not being communicated. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, you've got to have a plan to start with. And look, I, I used to be the guy who would give people a hard time for being an organization Nazi and, and all that kind of stuff. I'm aware. And, and, you, you know, give me a hard time oh, absolutely. about stuff. Absolutely. And, just, and you're like, why does it have to go there? And I'm like, because it needs to. Yeah, but I will never forgive you <laughs> for putting my clean spoon in the dishwasher <laughs> as I turn to the freezer to get out the tub of ice cream that I'm going to use said spoon to scoop ice cream out of. Like this, the, the, no matter how much I come Why around to this idea get of organizing, the tub out and then get your ice cream. You get the you get the tools you need for the job first, and then you get the you know the uh, material you're going to work on. It's always the way. That's how you do the job. Make sure you got the right tools. First step, always. It's a tub of ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> it's the material you're going to work on with the right tools, unless somebody puts them in the dishwasher when your back is turned. <laughs> I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Right. Um, and then complain about how many dishes we go through. <laughs> but, yeah, look, I think communicating those plans, having a plan I think is really super important, mm. like more important than anything. And, look, that plan is going to change because, yeah. you know, shit happens, um, particularly on a big job. You know, I used to have a cricket captain who'd, who'd say to me, shit happens on big jobs, and moving house is a big job. Uh, so things are going to change. Things, you know, the best laid plans are, are, are going to go awry. But just communicate it. Explain the situation. Go, hey, look, this is what I face. And same as what we did with the fridge, right? Like we wanted that fridge upstairs. Um, and it was a case of we're just not going to be able to humanly get it up there without somebody dying. Yeah. We're not going to do it. And the other thing too is make sure that you also have the ability, if you have the ability, mm. of taking, taking advantage of things that we learnt through COVID. So... Talking about, you know, meals and stuff like that. If you've got someone that you can go, hey, do you know what would be super helpful? We've already got enough hands to do the job. I know that you're wanting to help. Like you've already offered to help unpack. Do you know what would be huge is if you just had a meal that we could pop into the oven. Mm, or the microwave. Or the microwave. Yeah. yeah. Just so that we can heat it up. It can be done that would be a massive help. Believe yeah. it or not, those types of things, huge. Look, I do not want to look at what we spent on Uber Eats no, during that do week. Um, like, it, it is scary. Yeah. Just when I think back. Um, and, and look, in fairness, we were feeding seven people because seven people were helping yeah, move an office and a house. At but the same time, yeah. we were all... All of us. There Eight wasn't. At times there too. wasn't anyone that wasn't knackered. No, no, and that's it. Like every, everyone was shattered at the end of each day. Um, like everyone put in, and, and just a big shout out to to Steve and Steph and and Terry and. <laughs> yeah, you went to say Baba, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I was, I was, you know, thinking all the names we got to list off. Um, like you know, and even our own kids, like Tom, Paxton, Avalon, and that, they were massive in, in mm. their help and all that. But you know, we moved a six-person home, an office that has, you know, three companies operating out of it, um, and... So this six-person home had two um, living areas, a formal dining and an informal dining, uh, also extra space near the kitchen as well. Yeah. Uh, 
also had two bathrooms, so an ensuite. Five bedrooms. Five bedrooms. Walk-in robe. Built-in robes in every other bedroom. built-in robes. A garage that was two and a quarter car garage and 12... 15 foot ceilings a, a decent size laundry as well yep. so all of all of entire this, an entire strongman gym that's slowly being sold off because yeah, i'm like screw it so, i'm just gonna go to the gym from now so on. all of this has been compacted into an older style five bedroom well it was originally three bedroom that but they yeah. have so it's a good high set i love the fact it's on a quarter acre which is awesome the yeah. trees the shade and it's so much cool also you know to a, a big shed out the back yeah. so that can take a lot of um storage and, and like we're right now we're sitting down in the office and and like we don't have cameras and stuff like that because we haven't got them set up yet but we will hopefully for the next step but if we were in the old place in the podcast room we'd be sweating right now yeah. whereas here we're just it's nice and cool yeah shaded yeah it's good yeah, no, it's it good, is but good. no, massive, massive house moved into um, a slightly smaller house. Slightly but small. It's still big, but, it, but it's it's yeah, it's it's, it's better. It's functionally, it's better for our purposes and our usage yeah. and how we use it. But the quarter acre is amazing, and the big trees with the shade is yeah. amazing. Um, the kids have a tire swing now. They can yeah. ride around. Literally, can, there's enough room that they can ride their bikes but yeah, in the so, backyard. But moving, regardless where you're moving. You know, and upsizing, downsizing, or staying the same. Basically, for all intents and purposes, we stayed the same in that regard. But um, it's it's a it's a, just a big job. It is a big job. Big family, big job. Yeah, Wait. but just make sure organize, put in a calendar so that everyone is aware as to what is happening on different days, how it's going to work. If you go and like organize. It says to organise as soon as you move the last box for cleaners. No, have that organised yep. to say this is the date we ha- we have to be out by. Yep. It, it, that does create stress, the stress of a deadline. But if you create it, like if you're organised far enough ahead, you've yep. got enough time. Yeah, so yep. if you're doing it three weeks out where you're like, this is the date that we, we're handing the keys over, Yeah. right? This is the date that we're going to have our last box moved. So yep. at least then they can go, sweet, we have like, they, they'll probably tell you we need two or three, like how big the house will probably need two or three days, whatever it may be, in order to make sure that everything is done. If you have a yard, make sure that you have organised for someone to, uh, you know, clean up the yard before the um, handover is done. So at least then when, you know, whether it's renting or whether it's selling, at least then when the keys are handed over, it's the case that everything's looking nice and neat and you don't have to worry, they don't have to worry about moving into somewhere that needs to have a lawn mode or you know, all of that yeah, sort of all, stuff. Yeah, all of that good fun stuff. If, if you have that capability. Some people don't have that capability. Yeah, yeah. And skip bins don't take tyres. <laughs> if you haven't picked up, he's a little bit annoyed. I, look, I have, I have a hundred... Bamboozled. I ha- have a hundred and fifty kilogram tyre. I have a hundred and fifty kilogram tyre that I used to use for flipping and for cardio training, like with sledgehammers, hitting with sledgehammers as part of my strongman training, right? And... With the whole resolution of screw it, I'll just drive to the gym. We don't need this tire anymore. So I hunted around for a skip bin that didn't say no tires, right? On websites, and everything like that, not a problem. So I finally found one. You know, it didn't say, it didn't expressly forbid tires, which every other one did. So therefore, you know, if you're not expressly forbidding it, then that's that's permission, right? Skip bin rocks up, and on the side of the skip bin is the sign and saying, and it says no tires, amongst all the other stuff. Oh, so so we've still got to figure out a way to get rid of a hundred and fifty kilogram tire. So, that's so if there's be anyone out there wanting a hundred and fifty, yeah, it's fantastic for flipping, fantastic for hitting with a sledgehammer, or it could make a really nice garden bed. You just need a, a trailer to pick it up. Well, look, it won't fit in the back of the Pajero. No, it won't. But like I said, worst case scenario, we organise. We'll, we'll go hire it. a trailer. And we we bring yeah. it here and we use it as a compost. Yeah, yeah, we may we may need to do that. I drove past it today; it's still there. So we, we definitely have to solve it. Yeah, right. I've, I've, got, I've got inquiries out for people who'll remove it and stuff like that, but no one's getting back to me. So yeah. we may have to hire that uh, that trailer. And Man, so close. And so close. So far. So close. But that's all right. We'll, we'll do something cool with it. Yeah. It'll be fun. Cool. But yeah, we're all moved in. We've just got a little bit of sorting out to do, but we're, the office is functional. We're able to work. 
We're able couches to get back. are going to be delivered. Couches are being delivered. So the podcast is going to shift from the standing at a table to sitting at a couch, sort of having a combo. I thought we were going to leave it as a surprise. Well, I've just ruined the surprise. You have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm sure everyone was on the edge of their seats with that one. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were. Yeah. But, you know, it'll be good. Hmm. It will be. Yeah. And we'll have cameras up next week. Yep. Um, I think the couches, when do the couches arrive? They arrive. Well, hopefully they, I'm organising it with them now that we can have it delivered on Wednesday. That'd be magic. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so we only have really one day of not having anywhere to sit. Yeah, yeah, because you sold the other couch. I sold the last couch today and it's getting picked up tonight. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, you know what was really cathartic in this move? We've talked a lot about the stress points and stuff, but you know what was really, really cathartic? Hoiking that old three-seater couch <laughs> we had. There was no way that it was going to survive. Uh, it was never going to survive. Like this, this was a couch I had shout, before shout we got together to and moved. Old neighbours. Yeah, yeah. At oh. Madara Street. <laughs> we who, put it. We put it on the front who really, lawn. Who had a good, had a good <laughs> little laugh? <laughs> we put it on the front lawn with a sign free on it, right? And and that was all fine. Well, some stuff got taken and, and has found a new home. The couch, not so much. But then that night, like late that night, it pissed down rain. So yeah. that meant, okay, couch has now got to go to the tip. So we had to take yeah. the tip. But um, our neighbours, before it pissed down, right, they've gone out on the town. They've come home and I've woken up the next morning to the series of videos of our neighbours sitting on the couch, <laughs> smashing their late night Maccas after a night out, right? They were having a hoot. They were having a great old time. And there's Phil... And he's he's sitting there, you know, looking like all sophisticated eating his Maccas with his, his foot up across his knee and, and, you know, all all fancy and everything. And his partner will have him on camera and then start to pan around the street. And next thing you know, Phil's on the other side eating his Maccas as though he's been sitting there the whole time. They send a couple of videos of this and then the final video is he's, as he goes to go from one seat and the camera starts to pan, you see this shoe come tumbling into shot, right, as the camera's panning and it gets over the other side and there's Phil stumbling to get into the seat in time with his jeans down around his ankles. He was making himself at home. Having an absolute blast. It was hilarious. It made our day. It made it almost made moving worth it. <laughs> but but then that the, the best part, like that was hilarious and shout out to Phil for that. That, that was awesome. Um, but... Also, like, just that couch had done a fantastic tour of duty. I'd had that couch before you and I got together. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as kids growing up do, it, it had kind of uh, been well-loved and well-worn. Look, it gets to a point where you have to go, you know what? It's time. Yeah, she's and past her prime. She's yeah. she's done she's done her duty. Yeah, but any time we had to move that couch, it was a nightmare because it had one of those backs where it was a Velcro upright. So you'd go to move it and grip hold of it and it'd just bend. Yeah. And so it was really hard to grip and it was really annoying to move. And so in the end, goes to the tip and I've, I've literally grabbed this big three-seater couch and I've just manhandled the thing off the back of the, the truck and just hoiked it into the tip and gone good riddance. Yeah. Yep. Well, so it's now mulch. Yeah. Well, now we've got a couple of couches and I had told them that I was going to do a shout-out to them. Um, who's so, who's saying? Because they're they're new, aren't they? Like they we bought them on marketplace, but they're yeah, brand new. Yeah, and he's just setting up. He's just setting up. So trade furniture outlet at Salisbury in Queensland. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we've got a two. We've got not a two because we've we we got one two. for the podcast area and office, and we've got one for upstairs. Yeah, we have yep. two of the uh, Sorrento, I'm pretty sure it's called. They're, they're like three-seater with a chase, yeah. and they also fold out into like a double bed or something as well. Yeah, like it yep. has a little pull-out that you can use. I'm just trying to find pictures of it now. Um, we don't we don't have cameras up, so we yeah, can, we can I put the, realize the pictures elsewhere. But, yeah. uh, but it's so that you can make it into a, a double bed. Yeah, which will be awesome. And, and it's they're delivering. Storage. It's got storage underneath it as well. So they've got it they've got it here from uh five forty nine each, um, reduced down from a thousand and ninety nine. Yeah. Uh so You've you've seen them. I haven't seen them yet. You've seen them, haven't you? Yeah, I've gone and seen them. What do you reckon? What's the quality like? They're if you like a, a firmer kind of they're a firmer um foam on it, which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah, I like that because, like, I'm a heavy unit. So. Um, it's 
not as high as the old three seater. Yeah. But it does have the chase on it, so you can yeah, put I'll your legs out. Yeah, I'll be able to put out. my feet up. Yep. It's got storage underneath, and it turns into a little double bed. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So that's tradefurnitureoutlet.com.au. Mm-hmm. Um, they they didn't pay for that ad. It's just they you look. Know, they did us a good deal. They've, they've, we bought two of them. They've done done and us a good deal and delivering it for us. And only, to be honest, they're only just mo- like moving in. While yep. I was there, they were having stock delivered. Um, pretty sure he was um, the young guy. I'm really sorry, I can't remember your name. <laughs> I, it's been a very traumatic couple. Um, he, um, pretty sure that he's living out of the caravan. That's um, out the bag. Out the he's set up. He's gone all in on a furniture business. He, well he's getting you know furniture delivered yep. and everything like that, and setting up the showroom. So while I was there, there was tradies, you know, building said showroom. Yep. Awesome. So um, yeah, but really, really good. Um, I found the quality to be decent. So look, and and the whole reason I agreed to give a shout out on the podcast is purely because they're delivering them, and I don't have to deal with that. Look, like I'm done moving furniture yeah, for at least twelve I months. I don't know if it's still going to be in the packaging, whether it's still going to be in boxes, or whether they're going to be as long as as long as they put the upstairs one upstairs and the downstairs one downstairs. I, I'm happy to build it. That's not a problem. I just don't want to be moving. I don't look, want to I can't I can't gar- I can't I can't say what they are going to do and what they're not going to do. So <sighs> <laughs> I gotta move this you stuff. Sound my liver, so happy about my that. liver is not gonna cope. Your liver? Yeah, my liver. You don't lift with your liver. No. You lift with your legs. No. Maybe that's the reason why he's but got so I, many my, back problems. My, my, he's lifting with his liver. My, my liver does the heavy lifting to soothe to soothe me after I've had to do the furniture right. moving. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we need to yep. wrap it up. So We've rambled for a while. It's yeah. it's been good to be back and and to have a chat. And apologies for the missed episode. For anyone who jumped in for the first time and has stuck it out this far, welcome. Thank you. For anyone who's come back, welcome back. It's always good to to have you guys back. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week. We're going to look for some topics, but there's a whole heap going. I think you know what could be a really good investigation for us. What if we started looking at the the different grants that are currently available and on offer in this financial year? Because that friend of ours has just made an offer on that property that we talked about a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. and they're using the first homeowner owner guarantee with the government and that two percent deposit. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. And I think maybe if we just talk about and, and do an investigation onto what grants are currently on offer and still available from the government, yeah. no financial advice because we're not qualified to do this that. Is just but us looking about looking them. at it as as laymen and just talking about what is in fact available for the first home buyers out there because you know we may have some first home buyers listening in or we may have the parents of first home buyers who are struggling to get in the market listening in, mm. uh, and and this could be some valuable info for people to. Learn and understand and see... Because, I mean, in some cases, one of these schemes, you can get in with a 2% deposit. Yeah. Sounds good. Sorry, yep. <laughs> She's just stood up walked away. Peace out, peeps. Talk to you next week.